Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Real. So it's a rainy day here in St. John's, Newfoundland, as I'm recording this podcast. And I was sitting down doing my morning routine, reflecting on a conversation that I had with a really dear friend of mine the other day, one of my favorite coffee nooks. We were sipping on tea and we just like every time we get together, we just have the best conversations, right? And one of the things that kind of came up naturally was just about being happy. And as we talked about like the great things that were happening in our lives, she said, I just feel like I'm being too happy and I can't share all of these great moments. I feel guilty sharing them. And I kind of felt like if I could do like a Nicki Minaj, like girl, yeah, I obviously did not do it justice, but you know what I'm saying? But you have got to stop this. And then I just quickly reminded her to not let anyone make her feel that way and to be proud of all those amazing things. But then I started to self-reflect. And one of my promises to you about this podcast is to keep it real. I called it this for a reason. Because as we navigate our lives and our business, it's really easy to get caught up into a trap of thinking that everything is perfection. And I don't want that to come across. So as I started to self-reflect and to look at some of my own habits and to look at some of the ways that I've responded to some of my successes and things that I were proud of, I realized I did it too. (laughs) I realized that there were many, not just one or two, but many times in my life where I downplay things, you know, and for things that I've worked my ass off for and I keep things to myself because I don't want to sound too braggy or I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. And this perpetuated a conversation like around desires and goals and creating a vision and a life that you want and then not apologizing for it. I don't mean to sound preachy, but man, we have got to stop doing this. We have to stop apologizing for all the things that we're working on and for because it's just making this environment where we think that we can't share the wins and We only get one life, man. And I don't know about you, but I'm not here just to coast. And if you are, that's cool too. There's no judgment. But I'm here to go all in. I'm here to set big, scary goals. I'm here to continue to grow and to be this best version of myself. Or as a dear friend of mine uh, said to me recently, my favorite version of myself. We have a podcast coming up about that soon. And I want to be my favorite version of myself. And in order to do that, I want to be working and growing and setting goals and to see what I'm actually capable of, right? And in the pursuit of becoming the best version of myself, 
You know, I don't feel that we need to explain ourselves or explain our goals or apologize for when we reach a goal that we're inside, we're screaming to tell the world because we're so proud. And the other thing too is that I think that in the pursuit of trying to do both, trying to live in a duality where we're excited but not be too excited, to work for goals but, you know, don't be too braggy, like it really forces you to play smaller than what you're actually capable of. And the other piece of all this too is that it absolutely breaks my heart when I hear the ladies that I work with start to lose hope. They worry what other people think and they feel like they can't be proud of who they are and what they're working towards. Maybe they feel they don't have people supportive in their lives and they just feel that they don't have what it takes because people aren't rooting them on. In most of our successes in life, if you think about them, you had somebody cheering you on. I know that I've used this example before in certain situations, but if you think about walking, like the first time you walked or took a step, like you were cheered on and then you were like, okay, this means I'm doing a good thing. So with this reassurance and this cheering, most of the habits that we've done as human beings have been celebrated along the way. And this is how we become confident in them. So how do we bypass this? How do we stop losing the hope and, you know, stop worrying what other people think and just be proud of who you are? We celebrate traditional successes all the time, but we got to continue to celebrate things even if we don't understand them, right? And we should be damn proud of who you are and what you're working towards and just really letting go of the idea that if you're shining, it means that you dull others around you. That's a belief that's just simply not true. And it's really not working for you. Because if you have a business and you are holding yourself back because you don't want to rough the waters or ruffle feathers, or if you're constantly worrying about what other people are going to think, you're never going to truly tap into your potential and your business is not going to be what you really want it to be. And the other thing, guys, is that there's enough room for us all to shine. And if you are thinking, every time I share, I don't have the support, I feel silly. Well, that's okay. Well, it's not okay. But here are some things that you can start doing for yourself to actually increase the chances of you reaching your goals. And I call it doing a goal inventory. And I want you to take a, a look at five areas of your life. And this is going to help you overcome these blocks of feeling like you need to explain yourself, feeling like you're an imposter, feeling like uh, you have to apologize for your goals and, you know, even apologize for sharing all of your wins. So the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to, to check your environment. And I've heard this on the um the mindset, oh my goodness, the mindset mentor podcast, I think it was. And he was talking a lot about your environment. And to be quite honest, all of the teachings that I've learned, they talk about the importance of your environment when you are looking to achieve a goal. And I ask you, is your environment supporting your goal? What do I mean by that? So for example, this is a podcast, obviously, so you can't see my surroundings. But if you walked into my office, you would very clearly know what my goals are. Number one, I had them on a vision board that's right in front of me every moment of my day while I'm working. I have quotes everywhere that's reminding me of any blocks that I have to help me overcome. I have visuals everywhere reminding me of what I'm working towards and who I want to be. 
So if you stop and you take a look at your environment and your environment doesn't match your goal, what can you do to improve the chances? Anytime I work with a client and we narrow down our goals, I tell them to make it visual. Some things that you can do, and it might seem silly, but these things work. I always write my goals on my mirror in my bedroom. Sometimes if it's a really big goal, I'll actually type it up and put it in a picture frame and put it next to my bed. So it's the first and last thing that I see every moment I wake up. I have it on my screensaver. I have it as reminders that go off several times a day to remind me. So we underestimate the value of our environment, but if you think about it, how often have you heard the phrase, you are a product of your environment? So that's one thing that I ask you to do, is is your environment supporting your goals, okay? The second thing is your people. What are your people doing in your life? If you're listening to this and this was a clickbait and you're like, oh yeah, I don't have people in my life that support me, then how can you change that? And this is not about cutting people off or saying these people don't belong in your life. I don't believe in doing that entirely unless something extraordinary happens that you kind of can't get past. But how can you put boundaries maybe in place with people who are really just sucking the life out of your goals and telling you you can't do it and you're going to fail? That is not productive. So what can you do instead? Maybe you are spending less time with that person. Maybe you're not sharing your goals with those people. Who are you networking with? You know, they always say proximity is power. Who are you surrounding yourself with to help you achieve your goals, right? Look at people who've already done it and surround yourself with those people. They give you hope. They give you this this sense of, okay, if they can do it, I can too. So take a check and an inventory of who are your people And if you don't have people in your life right now, then you know what? There are things that you can do. And that leads me to your social media. Who are you following on social media? Are you following people that make you feel good, that make you see possibilities? Or are you following people who are negative Nellies and every time you go on your social media, you feel depressed and you're comparing yourself? Like take ownership of that space that is taking up in your mind. Because I guarantee you, if you just picked up your phone now and you looked at how much screen time you spend, you put a lot of real estate, mental real estate into your social media platforms. And whether you realize it or not, that has such a huge impact on how you think, feel, and show up. So do a little social media cleanup. The other thing is your thoughts. What are you thinking on a consistent basis? And if you haven't read the book Soundtracks by John um, uh, Arco, I think his name is, um, I highly recommend it. I'll put it in the show notes. But he talks about these soundtracks that you have on repeat. You might have heard it as like limiting beliefs and things like that. It's really just saying the same thing just in a different way. But take an inventory of what thoughts you're thinking in the daily. If you're constantly thinking, I can't share this, I have people in my life who don't support me, just think about what kind of action you are going to take if you don't change these underlying thoughts. And one of the things that I do often with my clients is I go, okay, we can identify the soundtracks that you have, we can identify the things that you're thinking daily, now I'm going to go a little bit dark on you. If you go five years in the future and you ask yourself, what am I going to lose out on? What memories am I going to lose out on? What opportunities am I going to lose out on if I continue these thoughts? In five years time, when I look back, if I choose not to change these, what's at stake? 
And let that be your why. Let that be the reason that you decide to move forward. And then that brings me to my last one, which are your habits. What are you doing daily? How are you working on your goals? What things are you doing that are moving you forward towards your goals or maybe moving you backwards? Maybe you're watching three or four hours of TV. What could you be doing instead? Is watching three or four hours of TV supporting your goals? If you're trying to get healthier and you go and you have all this junk food around that doesn't make you feel good, and I'm not saying that you can't enjoy those foods, but if you're eating them all the time, then how are you gonna feel, right? If you are trying to grow your business and you're sharing your goals with people who don't understand them and who are going to tell you to fail, then you have to change those habits that you do daily. And then your standards in that, like what are your standards? What do you stand for? What are you allowing in your life? Where could you put better boundaries in place so your standards could be you know, better, you know, what are you allowing people to speak to you and say, your dreams are silly, you're never going to do it. Are you just listening to that or are you speaking up for yourself? So taking a really close inventory on these five areas can really help you change those underlying thoughts and to really step into being okay with sharing who you are, not worrying what other people are thinking and not quitting on your dreams, right? Usually when people are worried about being who they are and sharing who they are and having these big, audacious, fun goals, they often lose them if they don't really work on these five things. So get intentional about them and I promise you, you will see a shift. Put your focus and your drive on what you want not what you don't want. And one thing I learned very early in all this business world is that my focus is everything. What I focus on, what I think about, I will bring more into my life. If I focus on who's not supporting me or on who's not liking my stuff or who doesn't uh, support what I'm doing, man, that can be a really dark place. And if you're focusing on that, what kind of action are you gonna take? Chances are the action that you're going to take is not going to move you closer to your goals. And this is not, oh, I can't reach my goals. You don't quit on those goals, but you're going to have to change some things up if you want a different result. So instead of focusing on those things, I put my head down. I focus on what I want, my goals and who I want to be. And I understand that not everyone is going to be there with me. And that is okay. I am not everyone's cup of tea. You've heard that before. And that's okay. Side note, that's huge coming from a formal people pleaser. So letting judgment and expectations go, this can be so freaking freeing. And of course, guys, I know it's disappointing that some of the people in your life are not supporting you. I feel the same. Like I look back at some of my, you know, dear friends who I've supported or or I guess I should say who I feel I've supported in so many endeavors in their life and who hasn't reciprocated. And of course, that that's hard. But I try to let go of that judgment. And instead of focusing on that, focus on looking at it from a different perspective and just focus my energy on what I can control. I can sit there and dissect every different scenario possible, but it's not going to move me forward. It's not going to solve anything. So my whole idea of all of this is letting go of that and just focusing on my vision. I've lost people too. I understand how much pain it is when you're trying to grow a business, when you're finally doing something you love and the people in your life doesn't understand. They don't support you. Yet they'll be liking like a Tim Horton stuff and they'll be supporting another company and you're like, well, what about me? You know, I totally get that. But 
that's not about you and taking your control back and focusing on what you can is key. So I always ask myself that simple question, what can I control? In this moment, Gina, what can you control? And the only answer really is, is how I show up, right? The only, the only thing I can control is how I show up, what I focus on, and what actions I take daily. And it's a choice. A lot of people don't like looking at that, but choosing to dull your sparkle, we'll say, or to not share your wins, that's a choice. Yes, the opposite is more uncomfortable, but you know what? Those are the things that you have to do to move past your blocks. And the one thing that I also keep in the back of my mind, because here's the thing, in the end, when I ask myself the question, or anytime I am presented with something that I'm like, okay, hmm, it stumps me, I'll ask myself this question. Does playing it small move me closer to my goal or move me further away? And I don't even need to give you the answer because you know the answer. By you giving away your power and worrying with other people or thinking and doing, you're playing it small, right? You're giving an excuse and a reason to why you're not taking action. So I'm going to put it back on you today and I'm going to ask you, where are you playing it small? Where are you pointing the finger instead of taking action? Where are you letting others dictate how you move forward? We'll take a moment for that because those are three really big questions. And if you're a journaler, I highly recommend that you stop and ask yourself these questions. And if you're not a journaler, you should be. (laughs) But really dive into it and ask yourself, like, where are you playing it small in your business? And if you don't have a business your life, like, where are you making excuses for reaching your goals out of fear? Because usually the underlying thing is fear, the fear of success, not the fear of failure in a lot of ways. So really dive into that and get clear about that. And usually you will come up with something that's going to give you that kick in the butt and say, you know what? No more, man. I'm going to keep moving forward. And guys, I know this work isn't easy. I know it's hard. Growing a business is hard. But you know what's harder? Living with regret, right? And looking back at this moment and seeing how close you were to reaching your goals. Because these little bumps along the way, that's just, that's just a universe asking you, you sure you want this? Are you sure? They can't make it too easy for you. So really lean into that discomfort. Don't quit. Keep your goals at the forefront, whatever they might be. And if you have a bump in the road, just change your course of action. Don't change the goal itself. Don't quit on yourself. And the other thing too is that I hear this a lot of, oh, Gina, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. I can't do it. And you're saying that only doing something once or twice. Of course, the first time you question your thoughts or try a new habit, you're not going to be good at it. And I'm going to flip it there and ask yourself, well, tell me one thing that you are good at. And maybe it's your job or maybe it's being a mom or maybe it's whatever. Insert the reason for you. And then ask yourself, how long have you been doing it? How long has it taken you to be good at something? And I guarantee you the majority of people are not good at something when they first try it. So allow yourself to get good at it. Allow yourself to enjoy that messy ride, to let it be shitty for a little while, and I guarantee you it will be good. Just like anything that you've been good at in the past or anything that you're good at now, it's taken time for you to build that. 
right? So keep those goals at the forefront and don't lose focus on that. And as you go about your day today, stop apologizing for what you want. Stop apologizing for who you are and what you're going for. Just do the dang thing. Show up, get uncomfortable, embrace the ride, and just keep moving forward. Even if it's just one step a day that helps you move forward on your goals and your business, it's worth it. Because you've heard the saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. I'm not encouraging you to eat an elephant. The whole idea behind that is that you take one step at a time. It's not the big, big moves that move the needle in your business and in your life. It's the small things that you do daily and consistency. So... Here we go. You're going to go do the damn thing. And if you need someone to cheer you on and you feel like you need some support and you need someone to celebrate all your damn successes because you deserve that in your life, reach out. I'm here. I'm rooting for you. And you got this. Thanks for listening, friends. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This is Jeannie Keeping. And remember to keep it real and keep it fun. Do you struggle with limiting thoughts yourself? Maybe you are experiencing the imposter syndrome where you don't believe in yourself and your business and your negative reel is really holding you back. If so, I have a free resource for you. Head to the show notes and click on the link to get it. I promise you it will help you and therefore will help your business as well. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for being here. And if you haven't left a five-star review, please do so. I would really, really appreciate it. And if you or someone you know would love to be a guest on the Keeping Real podcast, check out the show notes as well, and let's get you on the show. Hope you have the best day, and thanks for keeping it real.